you know what? Like I had all this like wrestling stuff that I was going to talk about, but this week, you know, a big thing happened for one of my favorite characters of all time. And, uh, yeah. I felt compelled to talk about it. Harley Quinn has been in another box office bomb. I can't believe this bullshit. This is crazy. This is so, oh wait, did you think I was going to talk about a bat family member becoming queer? No. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that shit. Uh, although, real quick about the the Suicide Squad and the the bombing and stuff like that, it's hard to classify it as a bomb, considering the United States is rising. Co- well, there's rising COVID cases across the entire globe, so that's going to be part of the problem. Yep. The other part of the problem is. HBO Max's mantra is for that one month, that first month of release, you don't have to pay a shit extra to watch this movie. Yeah. Which is kind of nice, but it does affect your bottom line. And HBO Max isn't uh, raking in the money that other services are raking in. No. And the reality is, if they would have done something similar where they charge, they didn't have to charge $30, but mm-hmm. if they charged 10 or 11 or something yep. or 20, even I meant to say 10 or 20. So 10 or 20, you know, like people would have bought it. People would have paid money to see it, you know? 100%. Yep. Um, and then the other part is we forget, or we don't, or at least we don't think of it in this terms, but it's not like this, uh, the first suicide squad, was this massive success. Yes, it made a lot of money, but it was critically shit on, okay? And mm-hmm. even we talked about it on our CamCast, and it comes up from time to time. While we largely like the movie, we can agree that it's not a good movie, that there was pacing issues, there was writing issues, there was even CGI issues. And I mean, yes, you can chalk that up to the studio interference, which I'm not denying or I'm, I'm not uh, disputing but ultimately looking back at it now I don't know that if we got airs cut it would have elevated it like Justice League for instance because the Snyder cut <clears throat> is instantly and infinitely better than what we got in theater oh yeah oh yeah there might be like the only real uh, thing I I would have preferred was seeing the red Superman or the red and blue, the classic yeah. Superman. Suit. Yeah. I would have preferred to see that. And I would have preferred to see a, a Superman that wasn't like gleefully mangling and dismembering Steppenwolf. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like the story with Cyborg was better. The, the extended uh, intros for Flash was yeah. so much better. So much you better. Um, and I mean, like, I know that you liked uh, the old Batman lamenting his age. And I thought that was kind of interesting take yeah. in uh, the Justice League. But, I'm, but I also wasn't a huge fan of it. It was one of those where, like, at first I was like, yeah, okay, cool. But upon repeat viewings, it's just like, eh. You know, so, I mean, but I, I don't. I have a hard time thinking that Suicide Squad would have been at that same level where we would have been like, whoa, you know? No, I don't think it would have been. I, I think it would have made the movie a lot better, though. 
Like, I think it would have made it better. Yes, for sure. Like, I mean, you were talking about, I think those would be pretty much gone. Yep. You know, um, but other yeah, than that, though, I mean, we're also talking about, sorry to cut you off. We're talking about a property that isn't like, it's hard to not compare it to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I guarantee you, I know for a fact that they were looking at Suicide Squad as their Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, 100%. The original trailer was like a Guardians trailer. Exactly, exactly. And right. they were hoping to do what Guardians did because the Guardians characters aren't world, weren't world, worldwide known. Like even for me, I was familiar with the characters because I'm a comic book encyclopedia, mm -hmm. but I never read any of the issues, you know? Right. Yeah. And I know that you read Annihilation, so you were familiar with the Yeah, I read Annihilation. And I, I used to read Warlock back in the day during the Infinity Gauntlet time. Yeah. So, like, a lot of those characters popped up there. Um, but very different takes of the characters. Like, what James Gunn did is way different. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, <clears throat> but, you know, if you compare the two, you know, Guardians is clear-cut a better movie period oh yeah yeah like everything about it so then so we get to suicide squad and yes it's uh, an infinitely better movie than the first one mm -hmm. um not perfect but it's a james gunn movie that's the other thing too so oh yeah you know and he had carte blanche there was no studio interference they were like here's a buttload of money and they yep. probably gave him a little bit too much of a budget, but regardless, they gave him a buttload of money and they said, do with this as you will. And that's exactly what he did. Oh, yeah. Now, we're going to put that on pause because that was all just, all this preamble was just a joke. I really was going to definitely talk about Tim Drake, sometimes Robin, if Damien's in town or not, <laughs> uh, coming out as, at the very least, by Curious. Yes. Um, and like I said to you in our text message, I'm not bothered by it at all. Because um, I've been reading this uh, backup story from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a huge Tim Drake fan. And uh, I do like the slight tweak of his uh, rebirth costume. Where they're almost accenting more uh, blacks instead of greens. <clears throat> but it, it does it makes it look really nice plus the art's amazing the writing's really good and and as i was reading it by the uh, second issue i was i'm on the uh, reddit so i'm on the robin reddit and of course people were like ah he's uh you know the dialogue sounds really gay you know and i was like i did not pick up on that at all because i interpreted it as he's trying to find his place in the world Mm -hmm. And in the Bat family, because they actually say in uh, one of the first issues was the Oracle referred to him as Robin. And he says only when Damien's out of town. Right. And he's wearing his Robin, his updated 90s Robin suit. Yep. Now, when Tinian and Detective Comics were doing it, they had the two stylized R's and they called him Red Robin, but they still used his updated Robin costume, which I like. I like that they updated the Robin costume and it's literally just a newer version of it. It's largely the same, but I would have preferred the Red Robin costume because you're calling him Red Robin, right? Yep. 
anyway, so I actually took this as him coming up with his own, his new persona, or at least bringing back Red Robin and establishing that's his role in the Bat family. But I can see how, especially now that he's basically bi-curious at this point, mm-hmm. and I mean, he might as well be bisexual, but this one in particular really establishes all the stuff that I'd missed. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, it makes sense that I would miss that because, I mean, well, I'm not looking for it from that perspective, right? Right, right. Um, but like I said with you in the in our text about it, if this would have been the same way Bendis outed Iceman, and not even just how they did it in the comic books. How they did it in the comic book was, was horrible. Oh, yeah. Dean Gray just reads his mind and then outs him, and it was kind of like, what, what? What's the problem? Yeah. You know, and you've got like 30-year-old Bobby Drake going, I, <laughs> yeah, was literally keeping that a secret for my entire life. But cool. Cool that you did that. Cool. Thank you. I'm going to go reevaluate my life's choices and who I'm hanging out with. Because <clears throat> that one pissed me off because it makes Jean Grey look terrible. Yep. Granted, it's a teenage version of Jean Grey, but still. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, of course, takes his Bobby Drake secret and then outs it when he's not even ready for it. And as we could see, he was probably never going to be ready for it. You know? Yep. Um, the fact that they're doing it issue by issue and sort of peeling back the layers is in my opinion a better way of doing it because it gives longtime fans like myself a chance to kind of ease into it and go oh okay all right okay and well, even if they hate it or not i look at it like this is probably one of the more respectful ways of having a character come out as bisexual because in the issue because he hasn't really come out as bisexual in this issue. It's by curious. But he establishes that he loves Stephanie uh, Stephanie Brown, the uh, spoiler, yep. former Batgirl, former Robin. I know a lot, a lot, not a lot of people want to mention that, but she was a former Robin. Because their stories have been intertwined since almost the very beginning. Yeah. So I like, I love, in fact, that they established that he loves her. And, and like he even says, like, I, I, we, everything was going great. And I broke up with her for no reason. And it's like, they're making it seem now like, well, there was a reason. You just didn't know what it was. You just knew that this, while as good as it was and how much you love her, didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm and I'm looking at it going like, this is really good. This is really, like, it really good. Plus, they, they're continuing to establish that he is a very capable crime fighter. He's very smart, very, you know, and also very emotional. And, like, even when they were talking about past plot lines where they were saying like yeah you know this has kind of been danced around before and i was like yeah was it but then the more i think about it i'm like it kind of was like like uh when connor died in infinite crisis Mm -hmm. he immediately starts trying to clone him to bring him back and i was like that's so batshit crazy but that's how he's dealing with his grief he loved his best friend so much that he was willing to bring back what he thought would have been him, but obviously wouldn't be because it wouldn't have had his memories and all that. And ultimately he doesn't, you know, but he also toyed with the idea of uh, during the rise of Ra's al Ghul, uh, he was going to take a bit of the Lazarus pit to bring back 
you know, all the people that he lost in, in the past, like his parents, you know, his, uh, you know, Connor as well. And mm. he ultimately doesn't. So, you know, so it's like, okay, all right. And, uh, and like I said, like, I, I literally like grew up with him. This guy was my Robin. Ooh, One of the first comics yeah. I ever bought was issue four of five of the first Robin miniseries. And all I did was I saw the cover said, Robin had this chick who I learned later was lady Shiva kicking yep. him in the face. He's wearing pants. He's got an updated suit and a bow staff. I was like, okay, let's check this out. Then I find out he's Tim Drake. So he's not Dick Grayson. He's smart. They establish it by having him figure out the schematics to uh, King snakes, uh, base of operations plus he beats lady shiva in a fight just by using his brains and he's done it on two separate occasions so he's one of the few people that's beaten lady shiva without you like just by using his brains you know and she's beat the shit out of batman so like that's pretty impressive yeah no we grew up with tim drake i mean yeah he was the robin on the anime series too wasn't he nope no, that was Dick. The costume was the animated, but this it was adapted for Dick Grayson. It was adapted for Dick Grayson. Okay. The uh, second Robin in the red and black suit is Tim Drake, but he's a mix of Tim Drake and uh, Jason Todd. Right. They mix them for <clears throat> series. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Tim Drake does make an appearance in the second season of Young Justice and Beyond. Mm hmm. He's Robin in those ones. I don't think he's going to be Robin in season four, though. Hmm. But it all depends on how much of a time gap is in between. And they are introducing him in Titans, correct? Yes. Yes. But just as Tim Drake right now. Right. I wonder this so, this will play a part in that. I think so. I think. And if it doesn't, it, it uh, maybe not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily have to this season. Mm-hmm. Because I look at it like you might see Tim Drake two or three times in this entire season, but they'll be quick. Yep. You, the first one will probably be the longest one to establish that it is Tim Drake and that he is interested in solving who Batman is and realizes that Batman needs a Robin. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we might see him once or twice. That's my theory. I don't think he's going to be as big a part as a lot of people think. And I don't think he should be because this sounds more like Dick and uh, Jason coming to terms with what happened in season two. And of course, being raised by this version of Batman. Right. Which I love. And I hope we get to see a little more of them. Apparently it's, it's uh, the first five episodes apparently are pretty much focused on Red Hood and he's a badass. But even the, uh, the actor, Kieran, he beefed up for the role. Oh yeah. Like he was in, Good shape for the Robin both seasons, but he's apparently like bulked up to be. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to figure times pass. Plus, he's taken down all the Titans. Yeah. Right. So I I feel like that's going to do justice. And it's just raising Tim Drake's uh, uh, profile right now, which is has been pretty steadily gaining, but is obviously diminished because of uh, Damien. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, for Damien's character. I've I've grown to like him. I've grown to like him a lot. Yeah, I haven't read anything with him in a while, but like the concept when they introduced him, I was like, uh, it just seems like another Robin. Well, my favorite is... (laughs) Another Robin? Mm -hmm. You're going to read that Robin's miniseries? 
Yes, of course I am. So is Four, Robin, four Robins discovering there was a fifth Robin? I believe so, yes. I haven't read too much of it. I know that it was part of like a round Robin tournament and it actually won, which is fitting because it's about Robins. Yeah. I saw like a quick uh, preview for it, but it was just, it was Dick, uh, Damien, Jason, Tim, and Stephanie. So it was actually five Robins. <clears throat> six Robins. That's, uh, I believe so, but don't call me on that because I haven't, like I said, I, I haven't really, I just saw the cover today and I was like, ooh, so Marcus Toad. Too bad he wasn't doing interiors. Yeah. Oh, he's such a good artist. He's so good. He did a, like, three quarters of the Red Robin run and it was so good. Like, the second he got on, I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, the art in Red Robin was pretty good the whole way through, though. Uh, the first five issues, I wasn't really feeling. It's not that uh, Ramon Box was bad by any means. Yeah. I just wasn't feeling it. Plus, uh, the inks were a lot darker than I anticipated. So, like, when you got to Marcus Toe, it was like night and day. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's um, awesome. He's such a oh, he's so good. He's so good. He even did a short run on uh, the Nightwing uh, Rebirth, Yeah, which was really good. Which uh, it was disappointing he didn't do a full on, <laughs> full on run. But I mean that's fair. He probably would have been drawing Rick, and that's okay. Yeah. So all in all, um, so this character that I grew up with is Robin that I grew up with. One of my favorites. Like he's been in my top five for as long as I can remember. So ultimately, I'm okay with how they're doing it. I'm you know normally I, I push back against making established characters like changing their sexuality especially established ones that have been that way for so long. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at it now, like it, a lot of it depends on the presentation and how they do it. Like with Bobby Drake coming out, if he would have came out and he was just like, look guys, it's something I've been wrestling with for my whole life. If he would have came out something along those lines. I wouldn't have been so against it because like I said in the text message, there's plenty of adults that come out later on in life. There's yeah. adults that have kids and then they're like, ah, or they don't even realize it until they're like old. Like some people are in their 60s, 70s and 80s if they're yeah. still alive. And then they go, oh, you know what? Yeah. I've been denying this aspect. So it's not like it's completely out of left field. for it, to it was just how they did it. And it, and honestly, it did seem like um, like an attention grabber. Hey, check it out. Bobby Drake's gay. Whereas this one, it built up to the point where readers were starting to go, I think Tim Drake's uh, coming out as gay or bi or something. And then when they got to the actual issue where he, this most recent one, they're like, yep. Yeah. It helps when you see it coming. Right. I mean, it, it's like a, a death, like death is hard to deal with, but if you, if it's sudden, it's usually harder than if you know it's coming over time. So right. Like, it gives you time. To, I don't want to say, I don't want to actually, I don't want to agree. I, I see where you're coming from. I don't want to make it sound like I was mentally preparing for the death of straight Tim Drake. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. That's, that's not how I'm putting Yeah, no, I mean, it's just like you saw it coming throughout all the issues up to that reveal. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like the Iceman where it was just like a switch going off and that's it. Yeah. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you kind of have that makes, that You're right, you're right. Maybe there's something coming yeah. on here. So, yeah. I knew a change was coming. I just wasn't. Like yeah, realizing that was the exact change. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, rest in peace, straight Tim. Oh, all the times we had. Oh, you know? and, and it's funny because, like, there's not a lot of people that are hating on it as much as I thought there would be. There are people that are lamenting the dissolution of the relationship with Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, like, that that they were perfect together and they that's the end game for him. And I was like, yeah, okay, but, I mean, if he's bi, that could still be the end game. Yeah. You oh, know? Absolutely. And, hell, who knows what's going to happen. This story could just be him, you know, curious about it, entertains the idea, and then mm-hmm. the next writer comes along and goes, yeah, but it wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, as, soon like as, I read, as soon as I read the news story, I like I text you right away because I know you love Tim Drake. I was like, I'm gonna see what Chris's reaction is like. Because if he's if he's like pro, because I'm not reading it or anything. So yeah. I'm like, if he's pro, then I know it's being done right. It's it's been done really great. Like uh like I said too, and it, it doesn't feel like it's an overshadowing of the character. And that's a that's one of the big fears. The big fear is that so now he's gonna be the gay bat family member right which yeah. doesn't make any sense because batwoman has been out hell of a lot longer hell of a lot longer you know um although they don't really talk about batwoman as much now yeah which is surprising yeah but then again if jg williams isn't writing it it's never been this good they need somebody like you know what azarello's run on wonder woman where it mixed mythology and supernatural with yeah superheroes yeah he would do really well on uh batwoman because oh, batwoman's yeah. run was crime fighting bat style with supernatural stuff mm-hmm. plus the art was amazing oh, oh yeah. that art. if azarella took his like wonder woman and mixed it with like 100 bullets he could tell a hell of a bat, bat woman story. <clears throat> yeah. yeah but again so like that's another thing where, where i'll go yeah but her gayness <laughs> doesn't overshadow the fact that she's like an elite crime fighter. Yeah. You know, who took the mantle of the bat without actually being really influenced by him aside from what he was doing, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> exactly. uh, so I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's going to overshadow him. If anything, his profile is raised even higher now because of it. Oh yeah. Majorly. And you know, for a character that's been around this long, this is more people that will feel attached to that character. This is more people that will put eyes on comic books. So again, more inclusion. So I can't really, I can't say anything negative about it. It's been good so far. The last issue is out next month. So yeah. I will keep you guys posted. But so far, I can't, uh, I can't complain. I do hope he goes back to Red Robin, though. That's, that would be my killer. Because that was yeah. such a good run. It's a good name and it's a sweet costume. Like the red robin costume. Yeah. 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 Like the uh the read redraw from Marcus Toe is still like you could do it now and it still looks current. Mm-hmm. Like it still looks modern and updated. It doesn't need like Tim Drake's original Robin costume. Yeah. Needed an update. Need an update. I loved it, but it definitely needed an update, especially because like the older you get, the more realistic comics get, the more you go next to no protection. Come on, you know? <laughs> right? So the update there was good. Like the update in uh, in Young Justice and in, in Detective Comics was good, really good. But this most recent update 
the art. Uh, I wish I would have got the artist's name for this uh, mini series. Looks so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I never even knew this mini series yeah. was a thing. Like no one's been talking about it, and all of a sudden it's in the news everywhere. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like <laughs> you know, it was. This is like a mid-run yeah. backup story. Yeah. And and everyone's now they're like, oh, this Batman Confidential is crazy. <laughs> you're like, yeah, it is. It is. You should be watching. You should be reading it. Be I reading. don't even read all the stories though. That's the thing. I just I heard Tim Drake was in this one, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna fucking check it out because it's yep. Tim Drake. Although, ironically enough, I have not read Young Justice. <laughs> I don't. I have not even read like one single issue. <laughs> uh, but I'll get around to it eventually, so I can complete my Tim Drake run. But yeah, so all in all, I'm I'm happy for it. I I think it's doing really well. Yeah, I think it's respectful, and I mean, like, I'm not. Uh, I'm not bi or queer or anything like that. Well, maybe I'm a little queer. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> I think everyone's a little queer, actually. Now that we, now that we, if we really want to, like, get down to brass tacks, we'll break it everyone's down. a little queer. Yeah, everyone's a little queer. But like, I, I feel like it's respectful. I feel like it's not making it solely about that. I feel like it's just <clears throat> a nuance, an added nuance to Tim Drake's story. Yeah. So it's it's like. Uh, Many moons ago, I said if any one of the Bat family was queer, I could see Dick Grayson being a one. Yeah. You know, and I still maintain he could be, but surprise, surprise, Tim Drake is. And you know what? That's that's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. So all in all, it gets the A-OK for me. And in the grand scheme of things, that means nothing. But eh, it means something to me. And that's all I got to say. Do you have any uh, thoughts on yeah. this? No, I got no thoughts on it. I mean you're closer to the character and you've read the story and I can't really say much. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like, like I love, I like Dick Drake by, or Tim Drake, but I'm not a huge fan. Right. So it yep. just, it was, um, it was a surprise. And I wanted to see what you thought, because I didn't want it to be just another one of these, Oh, let's take an established characters and make them gay for, for rating. Right. And I always can't stand that. Like I really, yeah. really can't stand it. Um, I'm, I'm like a more proponent for creating, you know, LGBTQT plus characters. Hundred percent, like Batwoman. Like when Batwoman, yeah. when Batwoman, exactly. was and she she was gay in the book. I thought nothing of like, it. I read and it right from the get go. Like this is amazing. This is such a good book, and, and it never clicked with me at all. Oh, she's with a woman. Like not at all. Yeah, it was never one of those things where it was just like you know I was reading the book, I was liking the book, then she hooked up with a chick, and I was like. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Gross. I only want to see two chicks in pornos. That's it. Ugh. Not in my comic books. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, well, how about this? How about this? What if in the next couple of months, they start telling a story that's similar with Peter Parker? Now, Peter Parker is possibly bisexual. Mm-hmm. And there's been hints in the books throughout uh, his entire run that he may or may not be straight. Is How would that make you feel? Spencer's run? <laughs> no, no. There's always. Well, I mean, like, uh, I don't know if it's <laughs> canon stuff, but like, uh, you could argue. There's a lot of things you could argue, like his hero worship of Captain America or Iron Man. Those are things that you could argue is yeah. potentially queer. You know what I mean? Things like that. But regardless of that. 
let's just say out of the blue, they start saying, you know what, we're going to make Peter Parker gay. And they do a very gradual storyline. And then it turns out he is gay. And he comes out like, like a, like an adult would come out and just say, you know what, guys, I've been hiding this for years. I know it seems weird because I've been Spider-Man. You'd think I'd be more open about this, but this is one thing I, I just couldn't bear to bring forth, but here it is. Here I am. I am Spider-Man and I'm also into dudes. How would you feel? <laughs> I'm also into dudes. <laughs> uh, if, it, if it was straight up gay, I probably wouldn't like it. If it was bisexual, I could say, okay, yeah, maybe. Um, and I felt kind of the same way with Iceman because you got so many years of like really like MJ and everything. Like he's had a lot of loves, right? Female. Right, but those could be in the closet. They could be, but why wouldn't they be? But gay uh, men get married all the time. Yes. With women. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. And then and then they, they come out and they get divorced. Yes. Then they start pursuing the light that they, they always wish they had. Yes. Why can't why is it different for Peter Parker? Well, what's A your fake character? What's your thoughts on it? I want to hear yours first. You said you wouldn't like it. I, I, I don't think would. I would like it. I don't think I would like it. I thought... Ultimately, as much as I, I am like over the moon, like, well, not over the moon, but I, I'm like happy about this new direction for Tim Drake so far. If it was, uh, if it was Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, these are ones where I would, it would be harder for me to accept. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, like yeah. no word of a lie. <clears throat> as progressive as I, as I could be, that would be I. I don't want to say that I would hate it, but I I would probably largely dislike it. But again, it comes down to the writing too. Like, yeah, 100%. you know, if it was one of those things where like they built up to it, then it happened, and then it was just another facet. That would be a lot easier for me to handle. Like, especially like you look at Bobby Drake now, like Iceman now. It's not like every issue he's like oh yeah by the way i'm super gay you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. i understand that for the first couple of issues after that it was like this big thing when bobby showed up it was like to make some sort of gay comment and you're just like okay i guess that's you know like now instead of him just being like bobby drake like you know and love he's just yeah. no longer i don't even like to use the term straight and gay because this is like dividing words like yeah. like we say like he's just into into dudes he's into what he's into that kind of thing yeah you know and it's like uh that's just another aspect of the character i think that's a little bit easier to handle you'll get used to it but it's also comics and just like a lot of people's sexuality it's fluid right so for Mm -hmm. now tim drake Mm -hmm. is by uh, by we'll say bye might as well i feel like the end of that run yeah he'll he'll officially come out as being bi but you know Two, three, four years from now, maybe the next writer goes, eh, you know what? I'm just going to say it was a phase. Mm-hmm. Or the next reboot happens and they go, yeah, we're not even going to talk about that. Yeah. Because I don't know what the world's going to look like in four or five years, right? Like, oh, well, yeah. The United States is starting to look more and more like a place I don't want to go to. But Canada is starting to become one of these, one of the same places where you're just like, like, can nobody get along anywhere? Yeah. How come it's like, why can't we just be happy for people to be happy every, and be themselves and just every province just is say, divided? Like, 
you know, and uh, not even that. It's like just who cares if that's not something you're into? Yeah. It, it does it affect you? Are they like banging in a huge orgy on your front lawn? No. Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> um. But yes, ultimately, I, I would have a hard time like, with the more established characters. Like Peter Parker, okay, it'd be different though. Like, like if it was Ultimate Peter Parker, I'd probably more, be more down with it, right? Or with Miles, I yeah, I could go with it. A guy with sixty years backstory that included tons of love stories with like women. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could play it like Ben Riley comes out. Ben Riley is a clone of Peter, so you could question. No, I'm, I I I specifically said Peter. I specifically yeah, I know, said Peter ben, because ben I wanted to question Peter's own sexuality because Ben's a clone. But then ultimately, you would have to say that Peter is gay. Ultimately. So you're saying as long as there's some sort of a soft launch with Ben Riley. Soft launch. A so- but I, I'm, I'm with you. Spidey, man. I am with you. I'm with you on this one. I'm not going to try to make it look like a dick here. I'm totally with no. you because I agree. It would be harder for me to accept Peter Parker. It would be harder for me to accept Batman. Um, yeah, Superman. Like, Batman and Superman, I, I would be flat out like, no. Right. No. Yeah. No, and it's even Spider Man. Admittedly, Spider Man. Admit. I at first I'd be like, no, yeah. no. The stories would have to be fucking stellar in those in those instances too. But it's just, I just I don't see it. And I mean, like Peter Parker's by. He's already got enough trouble with work. Spider Man. Yeah. You know, Mary Jane. That will they? Won't they? Problems. Now we <laughs> add in like possible dudes in this scenario. It's like plus friends. Yeah. Family. Yeah, other superheroes, you know, just let the guy breathe. He's already going to get potentially um, Batman Night's End. He's potentially going to get his back broken, so Ben Riley's got to take over. Yeah, uh, as a sponsored superhero, no less. Although the updated suit does look pretty cool, it does look pretty cool. It does look cool. It's just like, oh, you're beating a dead horse. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out because I've checked out like <sighs> begrudgingly every issue of Spencer's run. I've never stopped reading it, but yeah. Hopefully this next team is gonna be like, oh, okay, this is great. Yeah. But I also don't know how long it's gonna last. Like, is it only six months or a year? Like I mean they're doing three issues a month. So even if it lasts only like 10 months, it's 30 issues. I mean, that's kind of you know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fucking long run. <laughs> yeah. And that's crazy too. Could you like three issues for one book yeah. a month? It's not that shit. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No, there is literally nothing for Marvel. I'm excited to read besides Darkhawk and Donnie Cates and Ryan Otley on the Hulk. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for this 50th issue. Oh, yeah. Another couple weeks, another couple weeks, and I'll probably shed a tear at some of the people that die in this issue. But this run has been crazy. Holy shit. I have never read a full Hulk run from start to finish. Never did it. Now I have. I'm just about done it. And I'm like, I can't. And then to follow up Donnie Cates, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, who, who just got off a Bonkers run off Venom and King Black. Yeah, and then Al Ewing has taken over Venom. It's like they traded books. 
crazy. And now I'm intrigued to check out Venom because if that's what he's, if this is what he did with fucking Hulk, yeah, and did like body horror, psychological horror, thriller horror, yeah, I can only imagine what he's gonna do with like fucking world global powered Venom. <laughs> Eddie Brock with the power of all the symbionts. Yeah. Every single one of them. Crazy. It's going to be insane. It's going to be absolutely insane. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Uh, let us know in the comments how you feel about uh, mm-hmm. Tim Drake coming out as Bicurious. Uh, maybe even school us on our narrow-minded thoughts about Spider-Man or Superman or Batman coming out. Like, mm-hmm. let us know. Um, normally, I wouldn't sign off, but this is a clear-cut, like, this is it. So thanks again for checking us out. Checking us out on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, checking us out on SoundCloud, Apple and Google podcast, and checking us out on uh, geekpantsmedia.com. Really appreciate all the support. And yep. uh, that's it for me, Ken. What about you? Um, yeah, everything Chris said, and we love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>